Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Teal for a beautiful smile, The Life of Riley for laughs. Teal, T-E-E-L, Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice. That's it, T-E-E-L. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, brings you the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. <laughs> Remember, friends, for beautiful smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. And just for laughs, it's R-I-L-E-Y, Riley, in the life of Riley. Chester A. Riley, gentleman, riveter, and husband, slaves away conscientiously to provide for his little family. But occasionally, the man becomes a boy again, and on this beautiful spring day, instead of going to work, Riley spent the day fishing with his friend and co-worker, Jim Gillis. Now they're heading for home. Ah, swell day, wasn't it, Riley? Yeah, Gillis, full of relaxing relaxation. This was sure better than working, wasn't it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, Riley. Uh, did you get up enough knife to tell your wife you was gone fishing? Oh, well, no, no. <laughs> Not that I'm afraid of my wife, but uh, I was so busy this morning sneaking out of the house with the fishing rod down my pants leg, I, I, I kind of forgot. Uh, uh, did, did you tell your wife? Uh, no. No. <laughs> And not that I'm afraid of my wife, either. No. I was going to tell her when I kissed her goodbye. But, uh, I had the fish hooks in my mouth. Uh, listen, Riley, well, I'll make a deal. Well, if you don't mention it to my wife, I won't mention it to yours. It's a deal. Just like in the old saying, ignorance is bliss when your wife is ignorant. Dumplin, uh, I, I'm, I'm home. Uh, how's about a kiss for the Lord and Monster? <laughs> Hello, dear. What, Riley? Uh, your face is all red. Uh, Where'd you get that sunburn? Oh, down at the. Uh, 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 it, it ain't sunburn. Uh, I'm blushing on account of the kiss. Oh, uh, after all these years, you still blush when you kiss me. Well, you see, it's a hangover from when I was courting you. <laughs> Whenever I kiss you, I expect that any minute your old man will pop in and say, Aha! <laughs> oh, go on, you. <laughs> well, Riley, yeah? what's this in your lunchbox? Three mackerel. Yeah, I hooked them down. I, I, I mean, I, I bought them at the market, but I, I, I got them so cheap it's practically like stealing. That's... That's why I said I hooked him. You bought him? Yeah. But you don't like fish. But fish is brain food, and I can use some. Say, look, Riley. Uh, isn't that Marilyn's father coming up our wall? Where? Oh, yeah, Mr. Mars. Our, our junior's future father-in-law. Oh, it'll be great to have Hobart in the family. Great guy. And he's crazy about our junior. 
Well, well, well. How are you, Hope? Riley, where is that good-for-nothing scoundrel of a son of yours? Hope, you're mixed up. I only got one son, Junior. I know. And he's an incorrigible, reprehensible miscreant. Morris, I don't allow cursing in front of my wife. <laughs> Wait, Riley. Mr. Morris, just what has Junior done? He played hooky from school today. And what's more, he talked my Marilyn into it, too. Oh, dear, that was wrong of Junior, of course, but I'm sure he... I'd did... like to give him the good sound thrashing he deserves. My husband can take care of Junior without any help from you, Mr. Morris. That's right. I'll do the thrashing around here. Oh, now, Riley, you, you mustn't. Junior's a big boy. Don't worry. I can defend myself. <laughs> it's no wonder the boy is running wild. Who could expect anything else when one of his parents is a low-grade moron? Good day. He ain't getting away with this. Get this straight, Morris. Nobody can call my wife a moron. <laughs> That'll learn him. What a nerve. Imagine coming in here and talking... Well, he was perfectly right, Peg. What? I didn't want to admit it in front of him, but playing hooky is a bad thing. And Colin Jr. a good-for-nothing scoundrel. Well, yes. He's showing Marilyn bad ways. There's no possible excuse for playing hooky. Junior's got to be punished. Well, all right, but go easy on him. No, I'm going to get tough for his own good. But, Riley... It's no use, Peg. I'm putting my feet down. For 17 years, I've been the head of this house, and for once, I'm going to have my own way. Uh, that's you, Junior? Oh, hiya, Pop. Well, uh, Junior, how did school go today? Uh, school? Yeah. Oh. Oh, uh, same as always. Mm -hmm. uh, learn a lot today, son? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Hmm. Plenty. Yeah. Uh, uh, algebra. And... Algebra? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, how to find X. Ah, that's good. It's nice to find X. <laughs> but how come you had to go all over town with Marilyn looking for it? <laughs> oh. Uh. Oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Who snitched? Who snitched on me? Never mind, I won't tell you. I ain't no squealer like Marilyn's father. <laughs> oh, it was him? Junior, how could you play hooky from school? Oh, gee, Pop, I, I guess I shouldn't have done it, but, but it was such a swell day, and I felt kind of lazy. That's no excuse. You don't seem to realize how important education is. Well, why, look at this telephone here. I can dial a number right now, and a man a thousand miles away would answer. But suppose Alexander Graham Bell had played hooky. He'd have grown up ignorant. And today, millions of people would be dialing numbers and not getting any answers. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pop. It won't happen again. I promise. Being sorry ain't enough. You gotta be punished. Good and hard. Let's see now. We I got it. For the next six weeks, no more allowance. Okay, you didn't give me my allowance for the last six weeks. <laughs> Just IOUs. Okay, then from now on, no more IOUs. 
Well, that's fair enough for a punishment. It is? Wait a minute. If it's fair, it's no good. (laughs) It's got to be real punishment. From now on, you can't... No, that's no good. You're going to... No, that ain't bad enough. Oh, come on. Hurry up and think of something, Pop. I gotta get dressed. I'm taking Marilyn to a dance tonight. Dance? That's it. You can't go to the dance with Marilyn. I knew I'd think of something, and it's a good thing you did. Oh, oh, no, Pop. I gotta go to this dance. I've been saving up for the tickets all winter. Hand over those tickets. No, Pop. Please let me go. I'll do anything. Only let me go. Please. It's my first dance. Well... Since it's your first dance, I'll... No. No, I gotta be a good father. I gotta make you miserable. It's for your own happiness. Give me those tickets. Oh, no, Pop, please don't. There. I'm tearing them up. No, no, don't. Okay. You'll be sorry. You'll see. You'll be sorry for this. Wait, Junior, don't. I, I... Being a father is very confusing. If I'm punishing him, why am I suffering? (laughs) You who, Mr. Riley? (laughs) Me. (laughs) Me, Waldo Benny. Ah, hello, Waldo. How's my little neighbor? Oh, my aching back. Trouble with the wife again, huh, Waldo? Yes, she was indulging in her favorite pastime, poker bingo. Uh, Well, what kind of a card game is that? It isn't. I just call it poker bingo. My wife hits me with a poker and bingo, I pass out. Oh, that's terrible, Waldo. How did you ever come to marry a woman like that? Well, it all came as a surprise. Hmm. One summer night, she said... Waldo, dearest, will you marry me? And my eyes popped. Then she stopped choking me and we got married. Ah, that's life, Waldo. Yes, still, if I had to do it all over again, I'd choke her. Well, at least you ain't got a son to give you trouble like I have. Junior played hooky from school today. Oh, my. He shouldn't have done that. But maybe he had a good reason. Yeah, some reason. He said it was a nice spring day and he was feeling lazy. A normal manifestation. Being normal is no excuse. <laughs> but I punished him good. I stopped him from going to a dance tonight. Oh, but this is his first dance, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's a big thrill in a boy's life, so they tell me. <laughs> I don't care. I don't spend six days a week riveting, shaking my inside, just so he can go to dances and shake his outside. <laughs> I do it so he can get educated. Yes, yes, you do work hard, Mr. Yeah. Riley. You look awfully tired now. Have a hard day? No, me and Gillis took the day off, went fishing. Fishing? Yeah. Mr. Riley, then you played hooky, too. Oh, me? Now, wait a minute, Waldo. It ain't the same thing at all. I had a good reason. And what was that, pray tell? Well, it was a nice spring day, and I was feeling lazy. <laughs> but that was Junior's excuse. You are just as guilty as he is. But I don't go to school. I'm a worker. It don't count if I... You're framing me. (laughs) Mr. Riley, you're a husband and a provider. 
It's your bounden duty to work, and you failed in your duty. Gee, Waldo, I, I didn't think. Oh, you're right, you're so right. You wronged Junior by punishing him. He only played hooky because he takes after you. Yeah. Yeah, that's why he did it. Oh, this is awful. Why did poor Junior have to get into my family? That's fate. It couldn't be helped. Yes, it could have. Why did I have to be Junior's father? If I had to play hooky, why didn't I do it on my wedding day? Teal has just brought you the first fact of the life of Riley, and we'll be back with Riley in just a moment. Meanwhile, this is Ken Carpenter. Watch out for gum line cavities. Use safe teal, the modern liquid dentifrice, instead of toothpaste or powder containing harsh abrasives. You see, out of every ten adults, eight have receding gums, and when gums recede, parts of teeth are exposed, which are 25 times softer than tooth enamel. Those softer parts are easily damaged by regular use of toothpaste or powder containing harsh abrasives. So the chances are eight in ten, you're risking those ground-in cavities daily unless the dentifrice you use contains no such abrasives. Teal is the only leading dentifrice that contains no abrasives. Teal, the liquid dentifrice, cleans teeth with a patented ingredient, protects teeth from ground-in gum-line cavities. The Teal way takes one extra minute a week to make teeth look their sparkling best safely. Just follow directions on the package. And ask for large family-sized Teal and save money. T-E-E-L, Teal, the liquid dentifrice. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Riley succumbed to spring fever and played hooky from work. But when he discovered that his son, Junior, played hooky from school, he punished the boy. Too late, Riley realized that he is just as guilty as Junior, and now he's filled with remorse. Peg, Peg, I gotta talk to you. What is it, Riley? I'm a failure as a father. What? You know why Junior played hooky? Why? Because my blood is flowing through his veins. And it's got to stop. <laughs> Riley, did you get your head caught in the bus door again? <laughs> no, not today. Craig, you don't understand. You see, well, I didn't go to work today. I, I went fishing. I played hooky like Junior. Oh, so that's it. You ought to be ashamed. I am. I punished Junior and I got off scotch-free. <laughs> I broke the poor kid's heart. I told you to go easy on him, but you can set things right. There's still time for him to go to that dance. Oh, I can fix that, but I got to get punished. Oh, <laughs> don't be silly. No, Peg, I mean it. My head's made up. You gotta punish me. Here, here's a pencil. R write out a list of my punishments. Go, go on now. <laughs> well, all right. You won't like it. Oh, I can take it. It's the only thing that'll make a man out of me. Go, go on now. Start writing. <laughs> well, let me see now. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right. For the next month, you can't go bowling. Oh, but Dublin, I. No, no, it serves me right now. Give back the pencil. And, um... Oh, and from now on, you only smoke one cigar a day. What? what one measly cigar a day? Uh, 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 
good. Make me suffer. Now give back the pencil. Also, for the next two weeks, you have to do the dinner dishes. Now, wait a minute, Peg. I only played hooky. I didn't rob a bank. <laughs> uh, Junior. Ju oh. oh, oh, there you are, Junior. How's my favorite son? Hmm? Junior. J Junior, it's me, your daddy. But, Junior, I got good news for you. I'm a skunk. <laughs> Ain't that great? Oh, leave me alone. Junior, don't talk to me like that. I'm your father, and when I say I'm a skunk, I want a little respect. <laughs> You're a fine one, making me miss a dance. Oh, worry, you can still go to the dance. Here, here's money for more tickets. Pop. Oh, boy, you're a pal. <laughs> you forgive me for playing hooky? Well, you shouldn't have done it, but I got no right to punish you because I played hooky, too, today. You did? Yeah. Boy, I guess I take after you. Well, don't be so happy about it. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm going to reform. You, you see this list? Those are my punishments. You, your mother made them up. Ha, hmm. huh. you call these punishments? You're sure getting off easy. Oh you, oh, you mean they ain't tough enough, huh? Okay, here's a pencil. You, you write me out some more punishments. Oh, no, Pop. Do as I say. I, I deserve it. Well, okay. For the next six weeks, you deliver my papers. Six, six weeks? With, with my feet, the way I work all day, I... Uh, make it 12 weeks. I gotta suffer. <laughs> Gee, I better go phone Marilyn now and tell her I can go. Gosh, you're a swell guy, Pop. Ah, he loves me. <laughs> Believe me, there's nothing like having a boy for a son. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Morris. This is Junior Riley. Can I talk to Marilyn, please? But it's about the dance. But, Mr. Morris, listen. Mr. Morris. Hello? Junior, what's wrong? Marilyn can't go to the dance with me. Why not? Mr. Morris says he doesn't want his daughter to associate with any son of yours. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm phoning him up and punching him right in the nose. <laughs> then I'm going to see him personally. <laughs> Never mind. You've done enough. You ruined everything. Now, wait, Junior. You I... always get me into trouble. Who, me? Me, I... I wish I could move out of here so I get some peace. But, Junior... Oh, I... leave me alone. Junior, wait... What a revolting development this is. Who there, Riley? Wait for me. Ah, uh, who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. <laughs> Going my way. <laughs> oh, hello, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Uh, what are you doing around here, Digger? Oh, I've just come from Al's garage. Uh -huh. I had my sports coupe repainted. Uh -huh. I got tired of the old midnight black color. So I'm having it redone in a snazzy two-tone job. 
Ebony black body and a pitch black top. <laughs> Where do you walk to, Riley? Oh, I'm just walking. I'm a low digger. You've never seen anybody lower than me. Would you care to bet? <laughs> What's the difficulty, Riley? Digger. I played hooky from work today. Hooky? Uh, oh, that's bad. But at least you're ashamed. It's always a good sign when mortification sets in. Do you ever have trouble with people playing hooky? Oh, you? no. At my establishment, people stay put. Well, what bothers me, Digger, is that I punished Junior for doing the same thing that I did. I, I wasn't fair. I agree. I have one fast rule. I never lay anyone out until I'm sure of my ground. <laughs> Riley, can't you make it up to the lad? Oh, I tried to, but... Well, you see, there's this jitterbug dance he wants to go to tonight. And... Ah, jitterbuggy. Throwing your partner up in the air and catching her on the first bounce. <laughs> Holding your demure damsel at arm's length while she tries to kick your teeth out. <laughs> Sliding your lady love along the wooden floor and then picking the pine out of her spine. <laughs> I adore jitterbuggy. It's okay. Well, poor Junior ain't so gay. He's heartbroken because his girl's father won't let her go to this dance with him. Oh, then you must approach this father and reason with him. Go to him. And offer the olive branch of peace. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. A piece of olive branch. <laughs> that's just what I'll do. Oh, thanks, Digger. Don't mention it, Riley. Well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. <laughs> I gotta make Mr. Morris listen to reason. I gotta make... Oh, it's you. Beat it. Now, wait, Morris. Don't close the door. I won't let you. See? Riley, take your head out of that door. <laughs> wait, Morris. Listen to me. I come here to make peace. Here's a jar of olives. I couldn't get a branch. Take your olives and get out of here. But you gotta help me for my boy's sake. Let Marilyn go to the dance with him. No. A 13-year-old boy who plays hooky is a demoralizing influence. But it ain't his fault. He gets it from me. Today I played hooky, too, and I'm 39. Oh, I see. So that's it. Yeah, I'm a terrible father. And poor Junior's stuck with me. What do you say? Will you let Marilyn go with Junior? Well, I don't see why the boy should suffer. That's or... right. I'm the one who should suffer. And don't worry, I will. Look, this is a list of my punishments. Read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You deserve a lot worse, but... I do? Well, here's a pencil, Morris. Write down a couple more. <laughs> oh, no, don't be silly, Riley. Let's shake hands and forget about the whole thing. No, no, I, I gotta get what's coming to me. Listen, tomorrow morning I'm coming here and work my head off for you. I, I tell you what, I'll paint your mailbox. Two coats. <laughs> now, Riley, that's not necessary. I'll go tell Marilyn to get dressed for that dance. Wait, Morris, I insist on painting your mailbox. If you don't let me, I won't let Junior go to the dance with Marilyn. <laughs> well, all right, Aunt Riley, if you insist. And as long as you're going to have a paintbrush in your hand, you can paint my garage, too. 
Uh, uh, wait a minute, Mars. Two coats. See you in the morning, six o'clock. <laughs> I had to open up my big mouth and he shoved a two-car garage in it. <laughs> Good night, Junior. Good night, Mom. Good night. Don't come home too late now. Yeah, good night, son. Have a good time. Oh, here's 50 cents. Buy her a soda. Oh, huh? thanks, Pop. And thanks for squaring things up with Mr. Morris. Forget it. When it comes to squaring things, your old man's got the head for it. <laughs> well, wonder who that is. Yeah. Oh, hello, Mr. Gillis. Hiya, folks. Hey, Riley, guess what? What? The foreman at the plant just called me. He... he did? And he said I should tell you... We shouldn't bother coming into work tomorrow. Oh. Oh, I knew it. I'm fired for playing hooky. Oh, wait, Riley. Oh, what I've done. Now I lost my job. And my poor family. What'll happen to them? Oh, let me finish, Riley. Let me finish. The plant's going to be closed tomorrow. Something went wrong with the power. And you know what? It was closed today, too. (laughs) It was closed. Imagine. When we was fishing, we wasn't wasting the boss's time. We was wasting our own time. <laughs> it's a cat's apostrophe. <laughs> well, anyway, this teaches me a lesson, Gillis. No more playing hooky. Someday I'm going to have grandchildren. And how will those poor little kids feel sitting on their grandfather's lap while grandfather is handcuffed to a truant officer? <laughs> We'll be back in half a minute. To clean teeth safely, brush them with teal. Teal contains no abrasives, protects teeth from gum-lined cavities, cavities ground in by daily use of toothpastes and powders containing harsh abrasives. Avoid such cavities by using T-E-E-L, teal, the refreshing liquid dentifrice. Oh, Riley, playing hooky while the plant was closed. Yeah, well, anyway. Well, one good thing, though. I, now I can tear up this list of punishments. Oh, I, no, you don't. You were trying to play hooky. So now you're going to take your medicine. Now, Peg, you... Otherwise, would... Junior won't have any respect for you. Well, okay, I'll go through with it. But take my advice, Peg. Never become a father. <laughs> I promise. Because the minute a father gives birth to children, he gets headaches. There ought to be a law. Every birth certificate should be wrapped around a box of aspirins. Procter & Gamble, makers of Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, invites you to be their guests next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix appears by arrangement with Hal Roach. The Life of Riley is produced for Teal by Irving Brecker and is directed by Don Bernard. Music by Lou Kozlov. This is Ken Carpenter on behalf of Teal, inviting you to listen again next week. And remember, for laughs, it's R-I-L-E-Y, Riley. And for lovely smiles, it's T-E-E-L, Teal. Teal, the amazing liquid dentifrice, protects teeth beautifully. It's a washing miracle for silk, nylon, woolen, dishes. What are you talking about? Dreft. I'll spell it. D-R-E-F-T, dreft. 
Yes, ladies, and Dreft spells faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history. That's true. Take lingerie, for example. Why, Dreft keeps my dainty underthings fresher and brighter than even expensive soap flakes. Right. You see, Dreft is different from soap. Dreft's rich suds rinse clean and clear. They simply can't leave any sticky deposit the way all soaps do. No wonder Dreft keeps lingerie, stockings, new woolens, prettier and brighter, far longer than any soap could ever do. With Dreft, there's no soap fading. Yes, and for washing dishes, Dreft is just unbelievable. Why, Dreft makes my dishes shine even without wiping. Every woman knows how dishes washed with soap dry with a greasy film unless you polish them. Well, my Dreft wash dishes drain dry, bright and sparkling. Even glasses sparkle without touching a towel to them. Yes, ladies. Decide now to open up this bright new world of beauty for your nice things, for your fine washables, for your dishes. So get Dreft. In the bright green package, Dreft, Procter & Gamble's amazing suds discovery that gives you faster, brighter, safer cleaning than any suds before in history. That's D-R-E-F-T, Dreft. Next time you shop, get Dreft. next week, same time, when Teal, for a beautiful smile, brings you the life of Riley for laughs. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs> <laughs>